Blog Talk Radio. It's Friday, y'all. That's right. Uh, it's February the seventeenth, two thousand and seventeen. Ha <laughs> ha! Boy, do we have a interesting show for you today. And um, I hope you're ready. I suggest you get your pencil and a paper, or just put on your listening caps for a little bit, because we have a fun. How can I put this? We have a fun, enjoyable wacky, informative show planned for you today. <laughs> That's right. That's what we have for you. So I hope you're ready because um, we, we got some things, man. Man, we got some things for you. You hear me? Oh, man. So I hope you're ready for a good show. We have, man, a whole lot to talk about, a whole lot to talk about. It's been a very interesting week, <laughs> to say the least. Uh I don't even know where to start right now. I have so much to talk about, but we're going to get to it here in just a little bit. But first, we're going to give you a little music to settle you down, give you a chance to get your pencil and paper, get your, your cup of joe or your afternoon wine or your little cocktail or whatever it is you're going to be sipping on here during the show. Or for those that are indulging in tree, <laughs> in tree uh, science, that's a good word. Uh, see how well they smoke. Uh, go ahead and get that ready as well, all right? But before we do, let's go and give you a little bit of music. And uh, when we come right back, we get on with the show, all right? So enjoy, Mr. Justin Timberlake, y'all. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, baby, when I turn it on. Off from my city, off from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, like the way we rock it. So don't stop under the lights when everything goes, no 
Hey, welcome back to the show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talking House. That's right, man. <laughs> A little feel-good music on this wonderful Friday afternoon. <sighs> All right, man. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. I know you've seen a lot, and uh, you've heard a lot, and you probably have a lot on your mind as well. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Plus some other things, and like I said, we're gonna have a little fun. It's gonna the show gonna get a little wacky probably, and we're gonna get a little inform informative for you, and maybe just a little tad bit deep for some of you. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. 
<laughs> it's okay. Cause that's what we're about here on Let's Talk. That's why we call it Let's Talk. All right, so check this out, man. Um yeah, you know, before I get into my 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 informational part of the show, uh some call it my monologue. You know, there's some things I, I have on my mind and, and I've been working with this uh, for this past week. Um, I was engaged in a conversation on Facebook. Um, and basically it, it was related to um, the present administration that's running, that's supposedly running this country and some of the things that um, are going on. And this conversation basically centered around uh, immigration. Yeah, it's, uh, let's be honest. It's similar to immigration and the ban that um, Trump, President Trump, um, placed on, you know, those seven Muslim countries. And um, we we got into a conversation. And it started off as, um, why don't you tell the immigrants that uh, uh Basically about picking oranges and things like that, and and what it, you know, uh, who's gonna do it? And I basically said, well, you know, if you run all the immigrants out of one, they asked who was gonna do picking the things, you know. And I was like, well, how about the people that hire them? Let them go out there and do the work, and because uh, it was based on you know they're taking our jobs and so forth and so on. So if if you're gonna run them away, then that's just gonna you know let the people who hire them do the job. <laughs> well, that started a storm. Boy, did that start a storm! And um, the conversation went on as, uh, well, you know, um, this country, uh, we need to limit who comes into this country, so forth and so on. And my retaliation was, look, um, I say, well, this is what I actually said. Um, well, let the white people who hire them go out there and do the job. Since they don't want them in the country anymore, let the white people go out there and do the job. <laughs> and of course, as soon as I said, let the white people go and do the job, the response came back of, well, why do you always have to bring up the race card? Uh, I'm sitting here looking like, okay. I think you're missing the point here. What I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to make, um, and I had to go on into detail and basically explain to them the different times that this country has decided that because the economy wasn't doing as well as many thought they would, or people weren't acting as though they were American and hadn't assimilated, uh, that how can I put it that um. They shouldn't be allowed in the country. So I went ahead and, and documented the different times that um, the United States of America has decided to go ahead and ban people from coming into the country. And, um, man, <laughs> once again, it went on and on and on. To eventually, I just had, I, I stopped responding. I, I really did. I stopped responding because uh, the only response I was getting once again was, hey, why does it always have to come down to race? And I, I, I'm saying, I, it's not that I, I'm race baiting or anything like that. I'm just giving you the history of 
this country and what this country does to immigrants. I also, and then all of a sudden there was this this meme put up there that said um, about the Native Americans, uh, you know how they treated each other before you know the Europeans came over. <laughs> and once again, I started laughing. The only thing I typed after that was, "Please go check your history." All right, history has been um, distorted, confused, uh, twisted, turned around. And it's amazing how Americans, European Americans, some uh, uh, African Americans, black, whoever who feel that they have assimilated into the system um, very quite well, have forgotten about the history of this country. And I went on to, to, to explain that this is not a new game plan. This is not a new action that's being being done now. We've seen it before. I, I know I've said this often, but we've seen this before. We have. But it, it, it just amazes me how uh, today's society forgets that. Forgets that. They tune in to this one particular time frame in history, and this is what counts. Well, no, it doesn't. Because once we realize that this is a repeating cycle, this is something that we see year after year, president after president, term after term, Congress after Congress, you'll realize we are the pawns this thing. We are. We are the pawns. Uh, then it wouldn't explain to me that, well, you know, uh, the Democratic Party was was uh, how can I put it uh, the, the the Klan, and the Republican Party was was for the, um, civil rights and so forth and so on. So I had to go ahead and explain to them how during a certain time period that is true. Some Southern Democrats were members of the Ku Klux Klan. That is that's fact. That is fact. No, no need to try and hide this because that's part of the history. However, I had to also go ahead and explain to them how the parties flip-flopped. Listen to what I'm saying. Now, how the parties flip-flopped during the 50s and 60s to where most African Americans decided that they would vote Democratic instead of Republican. But, of course, I was once again race-baiting. Only thing I'm saying is, check the history, people. Check your history, real history. Don't go by what's been written in them books over years and years, years ago, because we already know it's propaganda. That's what it is. It's propaganda. It's been put there for a reason, and it should always be there, because they, they know there are those out there that will not, will not do any research, will not look for any answers. They just go by what they're told, what's presented to them on television, or um, from pundits such as Alex Jones, Lush Limbaugh, you know, or Mr. Smith. And that's what they're going to go with because that's all they want to know. <laughs> so anyway, with that being said, uh, let's get with the history, man. I mean, Go back and research. It's there for you. It is there for you. Now, 
And when I say that, it's interesting because, see, you also have to take a look at this thing we deal with now that is so common, uh, uh, so common, the Internet that I use for the show. You used to listen to the show or do whatever you do. Um, when the Internet was originally introduced, it wasn't for the normal Joe. It was not for the normal Joe. But it became so big and so fast, and access uh, presented itself to, after a while, it was made, you know, it was made. Everybody was able to access it. (laughs) Ah, yeah. See? So you may have learned something new then. But anyway, anyway, um... And that leads me to, that led me to thinking, you know, up until the time President Obama um, came into office and our, as they say, best ally, Israel, you know, it was pretty nice communication and everybody was nice to each other for the most part, you know, except for when those got upset with each other and so forth and so on. Um. Well, I had to go back and see, well, what happened during the Obama administration that 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 chilled the relationship between between the United States of crookedness and Israel. <laughs> and during my research, oh man, did I find out then I find some information out that was really, really interesting and really kind of put the big picture Right there, it, 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 I mean, it was right there, and I understood. And once I, I went back and looked and, and researched and read, and I see why the, all of a sudden the, the um, relationship between the two countries really chilled during the Obama administration. Um, <clears throat> and I, I guess I, I wanted to notice because all of a sudden I see Netanyahu in, in standing up there with Trump and they buddy buddy and uh, you know kissing and making the button, all that good stuff. So what what changed all of a sudden? And <laughs> did I find out? And y'all know what it was? It was a simple little thing called Operation Olympic Games. Operation Olympic Games. All right. And basically, well first before I go Shadow Warrior, what's going on? Pianki Dabu one, guest ten ninety, guest ten ninety four. Thank y'all for dropping by. I'm glad to see you can make it today. Uh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let me go on to get to what I was saying. Um Operation Olympic Games. Now this is something that was basically um started <clears throat> during the George W. Bush um Junior. George W. Bush uh, administration, and um, and the reason why it, it was started was well, you know, it, it was it was after the United States had invaded Iraq and the war was going on, and then there was the 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 thought that the Iranians were building building um nuclear bombs okay 
And of course, we know we went to Iraq on the, the assumption that Saddam Hussein was uh, harboring weapons of mass destruction, WMDs. Okay. Thus, you know, uh, 9-11 happened and everybody got behind that and all of a sudden we were good, okay? <laughs> anyway, anyway, after that happened, um, there was a realization that, that, that popped up that the United States no longer, no longer could go into any Muslim countries and create any type of war situation because there was no evidence of Saddam Hussein having uh, weapons of mass destruction. And Condoleezza Rice actually told George W. Bush this in a meeting that uh, you can, you will no longer be able to go into anybody's Muslim country and, and, and have a war. Thus started the beginning of cyber warfare. Cyber warfare. All right, now. Follow along with me now. I know what I'm talking about here. Okay, now, cyber warfare. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Cyber warfare. Um, that's when, you know, you get these computer hackers all in one room working for the government, and, you know, they trying to um, get into other people's um, networks. You know, and we when I say other people, I mean countries. I'm not just talking about the normal Joe Blow, which we know, thanks to Edward Snowden, um, the government was doing that as well. But anyway, after President Obama took office, this project um, really began to move. And he had to actually give the okay for this uh, type of warfare to start. Now, this was, was an, 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 a... I guess it's an evolving thing, and it had this was the next phase in quote unquote warfare. You know, now here's here's where it really gets gets interesting. Um, <laughs> um, shadow warfare, you you kind of you 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 right there on on the, on the level where I'm at right now. You really are. All right, so. Operation Olympic Games. I know many of you don't have have no idea what that is, but I bet if I tell you this next name, you have all ideas. In fact, what it is, it, it was called Stuxnet. S T U X N E T. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that 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 virus right there? I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> Now let me tell you a little bit about this thing called Stuxnet. It was it was really an interesting little virus worm, whatever you want to call it, and it was actually created. It was created uh, specifically, specifically to stop the Iranian uh, the Iranian uranium enrichment program. Okay. That's what it was. And this thing was created to be released into the Iranian infrastructure, such as the telephone companies, the electricity companies, things of that nature, 
because these are the, 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 the agencies that would go into the nuclear facilities and have to do a little work, you know, updates and things like that. So this virus was attached to those situations, those, those little companies right there. And, of course, once they go into the, the nuclear facilities and, you know, do their updates, the virus was released. And this was um, uh, done to damage, like I said, Iran centrifuges, you know, things inside the bombs and what have you. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing about this, you know, as I said before, this was after we had invaded, so we couldn't go into nobody else's country, but it was during peacetime, all right? It was peacetime. It, it really was. And President Obama authorized this. You know, of course, we know there was many bills and things passed um, under the table that we have no idea about. And one of them was President Obama authorizing $52.6 million just for cyber operations alone. Now, here's where it really gets interesting. There were three countries involved in this thing. Three countries. Okay. The United States. Israel. And Great Britain. Okay. These were the countries involved. So you had the CIA, the NSA, a newly formed division of the military called U.S. Cyber Command, MI6, and Mossad Unit H200. All right. So you got all these people working together. All right. And the CIA led the operation. <laughs> now, Here's the interesting thing. You had all these countries working together just to stop this one country from, you know, getting nuclear um, warheads ready and, and things of that nature. And um, it was really interesting. It, it really was. Well, what happened is eventually it started working. It really did. And what would happen was the the scientists or the operators in, in the Iranian um, nuclear facility will hear these turb these turbines going, but as they were looking at the dials, you know the dials that you know everything was showing normal. But oh wait a minute, hold on, let me go back for a minute. Let me go back for a minute. I, I'll get back to that. Okay, <laughs> this is how it is done. Of course. Now, before anything was done, these these this virus had to be tested on 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 something. So they had a couple of old Iranian nuclear um, cylinders, what have you, and they tested it on that, and it crumbled, crumbled the centrifuges. And what happened was they took a truck, the military took a truck, drove it to the White House, okay? And this is when Bush was still in office, just before he got ready to get out of office. And they took, now you hear me? They took, they took... The, the remaining pieces of, of the, one of the centrifuges and dumped them on the desk and then had President Bush come down and look at it. And thus started the um, Stuxnet. Of course, he didn't authorize it. President Obama had authorized it because he was concerned that it would, it would get traced back to the United States. And that was a big issue with them. He didn't want it to get traced back to the United States. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, as I was saying, so you took and, and 
you know, the, the senators were spending, cylinders were spending, um, the dials, the operators were looking at were read normal. So it was confusing. And the Iranian scientists were thinking, what's going on? They were thinking they were doing something wrong. So this did slow down the, 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 the how can I say, process just a little bit. All in all, I think the estimate was like a thousand of them were destroyed or what have you. However, of course, like with anything else, somebody gets fast and and don't want to work, you know. So as time goes on, now we're talking about 2009 forward, okay? Um, As time goes on, what happens is um, it's time to upgrade this thing, okay? It's time to upgrade this thing. And as the United States are are going in and, and... kind of collecting, you know, the different little bugs and things they put in to to upgrade it. The Israel Mossad decided they weren't patient, they weren't going to be patient enough to wait on the new virus to be implemented. See, because this thing was never supposed to go global and it was never supposed to be linked back to any specific country, especially not the United States. All right, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so basically what happened was Mossad went ahead and created their own version that was supposed to be updated and implemented it. But the only problem was when they implemented it and ended up um, being spread uh, through different systems, okay? The wrong systems. And Remember this big thing, how um, all of a sudden, you know, you had this big thing about this, this butt next was coming because it went global. It went global. Bam. It was infecting everybody's um, systems and everybody was trying to figure out what was happening. Well, our, the Iranians and Russia figured it out and, and found out what this thing was. Okay. And found out what this thing was. And. The problem with that is the United States and Israel. <laughs> that's when the split. That's when the split came about, because the United States assumed that Israel was the one that messed up this great plan that was working, that was limiting the, the Iranian nuclear program, that was working. And and because they were not patient enough to wait for the so-called new new virus to be implemented, they went ahead and created their own, and bam, it wasn't good enough, and it got caught. And I mean, that's just some background background information. Now, and what else happened <laughs> because of this was remember back in two thousand, I think it was two thousand and thirteen. When a lot of banks' websites wouldn't work, um, you go in there and get denial, ser- denial of services and things of that nature. I mean, and they were attacking a whole lot of people. J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, um, websites of oil companies in the mi- Middle East, AT&T, Level 3, um, Citicorp, U.S. Bank Corp., PNC, Capital One, Fifth Third Bank, BB&T, SHSBC. Okay, and you have to remember, and also 
think back a little bit now. Think back to where all these Iranian scientists were all of a sudden being assassinated or killed. Remember that? Huh? Remember that? Okay. So and that was um, basically um, many experts, uh, especially in the United States um, administration, felt that that was Iranian, the Iranian uh, government getting back at, at the United States for Sputnik. Now, why do I bring this up? Why did I bring that up? Besides the point to tell you why the relationship between Israel and um, the United States chilled so much during the Obama administration? Uh, Because we have this big thing going on about uh, Russia interfering in the United States elections. Okay? Bam! Now, during this time, it really during that time, you know, it really wasn't heard of anything about cyber warfare or anything like that. But as you can see, big bag mighty United States of Crookedness is the one who started all this crap. Now everybody is up in arms. Like I was saying in the beginning of the show, you have to be careful. You have to go back and, and look back and see what what where all this stuff started at. You know, everybody's up in arms, but why? We started this cyber warfare nonsense. We started it. And that's all that's classified as uh, cyber warfare. Um, the, what's his name? The guy that just had the fleeing? You know, Rush Limbaugh said it was a political assassination. Hey, somebody had to, had to be, that was the scapegoat. I, you know, I'm just going to say he was the scapegoat. You know, and it, when it comes to this thing called the internet, there's so much goes on that we have, we as the normal citizen, have no idea. There's sites that we can't even get to. I don't care how much you try, you can't get to it because you're not supposed to. You wasn't supposed to get as far as you're getting now. <laughs> we do but here's the thing as i was saying this is the reason why you have to go back and check the history you know I, i've said before and i I'll say it again you know it's amazing how how um you, this country forgets a whole lot of stuff it forgets a whole lot of stuff and, and wants to walk around like we're innocent um our arrogance is just Sometimes it's sickening, sickening, okay? Let's put it out there. It is. Because we are some of the most, we are the most arrogant arrogant individuals on the face of this earth. I don't care what your ethnicity is. If you classify yourself as American, you feel that you are above everything and everyone else. And it's about time we stop all that nonsense, man. Okay? Stop falling for this okey-doke. If it's going on, you can guarantee we had our hand in it somewhere. Somewhere. The hand that this government has, Mr. Smith has had his hand in it somewhere. Somewhere. Edwin Snowden, he, he brought it to the front. He did. He brought it to the front. And if you, the more you dig, the more you realize 
everything that he he said and, and shown, hey, he was on point. Now some say he's a traitor. Some says he's a hero. Man, I don't know what the man is. I just know the information he gave wasn't all wasn't all lies that they want you to believe. Just as uh, President Obama wasn't all as squeaky clean as many um, African Americans want you to believe. But see, these are the things behind the scenes that we, the average Joe, have no clue about. But there's always the ranting and raving. We want transparency. We want to know. No, you do not want to know. You don't want to know. Because if you knew, you'd be scared to death. And Frank, honestly, you probably should be. Should be. <laughs> now, if you go in and and try and look up um um Project Olympic Games, man, you're gonna get some crazy sights and it's gonna be, be be bits and pieces here and there. It is. That's if you go on the internet and try and pull up. But um there's a couple of documentaries out there that you can go and pull up and man, you just be shocked. No, you know what? I, I'm going to change that. You wouldn't be shocked. You may be amazed and surprised, but I don't, I'm not going to say shocked. Because if you are aware of what, what happens on a daily basis, yeah, there's no way you should be shocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you have a, a president in the United in 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 the, in the um over in the White House that is really it, this is an interesting statement that these individuals are using as well. Now all these years of saying there's a shadow government, there's a shadow government. They're not really running; somebody else is running it. But this president and his administration has come out and said, "I'm sorry." Not well. Yes, he, he, him, and his cronies, and of course his sidekicks, Alex Jones, Russ Lush Limbaugh, and a couple of other individuals, are claiming that former President Obama is running the, the government and the White House through a shadow government. Wait a minute. How all of a sudden? And all these years, you go, no shadow government, no shadow government, no shadow government. All of a sudden, now there's a shadow government, and it's effectively running the country and uh, uh, disallowing this administration from doing its job. You know what, Shadow Warrior? You say um, you kind of late with that four one one. Well, you know what? Um, I don't know. Are you talking to me or are you talking to someone else? Because you know, a lot of times news may seem old, but somebody is new, and those are the ones sometimes need to hear it. But I don't know if you're talking to me or not. But I'm just you know putting it out there just in case. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, so it, it's interesting how how that is the is is the the the, the 
the talk of the land right now. Um, you know, and then and and when you start talking about the shadow government, uh, then you you they get into the leaks. All of a sudden, the leaks are a part of the shadow government. And apparently these shadow governments are individuals that were put in place by the Obama administration, and they are leaking this information out to the news networks. <laughs> Here's another thing. Um, it has been said by the administration, this new administration, that the leaks are real. But the news is false. What the heck is that all about? <laughs> is that some more alternative facts that we need to deal with? Hmm. Hmm. I'm just I'm just putting it out there with my thoughts. These are my thoughts now. These are my thoughts. But these are things that have been said. <clears throat> but anyway, anyway. Um, yesterday he had this news conference that was really, I don't know what to call that news conference. It was interesting. To say the least, it was really interesting. It was. Um, I guess we need to get used to it. Um, there was a reporter that asked um, about the administration's inner city agenda, what have you, and was it going to include the, the um, Congressional Black Caucus? And of course, the president said, uh, well, you set up the meeting. Are they your friends? Sure, I love the meeting. <laughs> I mean, really? It, it, it's as though he never heard of the folk. He never heard of the people. Of course, the Congressional Black Caucus came back and said, well, we sent you a letter on January the 19th, but we never heard back from you. Hmm. So which one is the false news? Which one is the alternative um, fact? Or which one are the leaks? <laughs> or is that a part of the shadow government? I mean, this is just, it's amazing, man. Of course, while this is going on, um, Goldman Sachs executive Stephen Munchen, you know, he got confirmed. So he's the next Treasury Secretary. <laughs> and the, the the other part of the thing is so funny that President Trump actually said or tweeted that the only person that really understands him is Rush Lush Limbaugh. Now, that is a scary thought. That is a scary thought. And I mean, I listen to that guy on a daily basis for the most part. And that's a scary thought, y'all. If that is the only person that understands this guy, Oh, my, my, my. I, I feel a couple of gray hairs growing already because it's going to be a long four years. It is. <laughs> um, also, while we had, you know, all this, we had attention to all this other stuff, um, Trump repealed Obama's um, rule, required all companies to disclose payments to foreign governments. It's now, let's remember, um, they he somebody. I'm just seeing. And of course, you got Rick. Hmm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, and of course, he accused, once again, the U.S. intelligence of legally illegal leak information. So, you know, his favorite people to jump on the New York Times and the Washington Post. 
I don't man. I don't know. Only thing I say is keep your head above the water. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. So you know you, you have to really on two things because this is interesting. Um, I wake up again, probably because uh, there's a lot of wind going on, and you know I'm talking through my computer, so you know, it goes down and comes up. It's, you know, it's amazing how that happens when you talk about certain things. I can't. I, I'm stopped trying to, trying to, trying to um, troubleshoot my equipment when I know my equipment is good. So I mean, I'm sorry if I'm breaking up. Uh, I just got to keep going. Hopefully, it clear up. <laughs> and it just depends on or I guess how I'm sitting or I don't know man I don't know <laughs> I don't know <sighs> you know what Pianki Pianki says his assignment is to mono, monitor my programs you know what so be it if you're going to monitor it, monitor it. I don't really care. <laughs> it is what it is, people. It is. It is what it is. You know, there's an old saying saying you can't satisfy everybody. And I'm at the age and point in my life where I really don't care if I do or don't. But what I do care about is that one person out there that 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 is really listening and may be distracted because of that nonsense. But anyway, <clears throat> going back to finish what I was talking about. Um, so you know that's that's basically what was going on with this Trump um thing this whole week, past week, uh, you know, yesterday when this thing, and it, it's going to be more. It's going to be more. So and I don't know why we even um it's good to pay attention but it's a circus right now. It's a circus. Maybe it'll get better, maybe it won't. But that kinda kind of um makes you wonder about the theory that a businessman can come in and run a country successfully. Successfully, I, I need to add successfully. So let's let's see, let's see. You know, it, it, it's 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 going to be a heck of a ride. It really is. I mean, we already know if you oppose him, he's going to try and crush you. We know this already. We've seen it. We see it every time he stands up in front of a camera. I mean, uh, you can't change him. You can't change him. His um, Rex Tillerson, he's cleaning house at the second um, Secretary of State. He cleaning house. He didn't tell a lot of folk, um, your services are no longer needed. You're running them out of there. Hmm. Interesting. So let's see where this goes. <laughs> let's see where this goes. We survived worse. We've survived better. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is, right? 
<laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, so that's what's going on. And let's see, something else I got here real fast for you. Oklahoma, they introduced a bill that required the father of a fetus to um, approve an abortion if a woman wants to have an abortion. Uh, yeah. Now, if, if the bill goes through, the woman have to get written consent from the father before she can have the abortion. And she must provide in writing the identity of the father to the the physician, the doctor performing or inducing the abortion. And if the father challenges um, whether he's the daddy or not, he can demand a paternity test be performed. <laughs> okay, other states such as Arkansas, Kansas, and Missouri, you know, they got similar um, things in the legislation for view, you know, being talked about. So we, we'll see where that goes. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute, though, because that's interesting. Um, we're talking about putting troops, well, we already, we done put troops in Bulgaria now. First it was Poland, now it's um, Bulgaria, about 2,700 troops. And actually have told the allies in that part of the country, if push come to shove, we got that back. If we we have they back if Russia attack. Now this is that's a very interesting thing right there. And here's why, because this administration is also contemplating putting ground troops in Syria. Yes, ground troops. Now remember, we already have special forces over there, quote unquote, training. Remember that. Now, but also Russia is over there backing the Assad administration. So how is that going to work? Hmm. Interesting, huh? Now, let's not forget also, you still have Russian jets out there in the um, Black Sea buzzing our Navy ships. You got Russian trollers off the coast of uh, Connecticut and Virginia. In international waters, near our naval naval bases and nuclear sub bases and things like that. Where where's this headed? Where's this headed? Where's this headed? It's gonna get interesting, y'all. Get ready. Put your seatbelts on. This is about to be a ride. This is about to be a ride. <laughs> this is the law and order president. That's what the man said. Now, of course, there was a, a report coming out to my putting um, four troops of the National Guard to, to round up immigrants, whether it's true or not. But, of course, uh, last week in the area alone where I am, ICE agents were rounding folk up left and right, snatching out their homes. And so it's not like a precursor, if you ask me. <laughs> But of course, it's not happening. It's not happening. If, if you listen to Mr. Smith and this administration, it's not happening. Hmm. What's about these troops and where they're going to go at? Between Eastern Europe, Syria, we still got Iraq, we still have Afghanistan. Uh, and a couple other places. It's been and you know he's he's holding personnel. It's meant to you know beef it up. There's there's back to numbers. 
I don't know about you, but it's like that's a precursor as well. <laughs> Can you see a draft is coming? <laughs> Can you see a draft is coming? Yeah. But you know what? It is. It is what it is. This this where we live. This is what we deal with. This is who we are. It is. This is who we are. When you start thinking about um, cyber warfare, um, Russia going in and um, messing with the elections and things like that, remember, we started all this cyber crap because we can no longer go into those Muslim countries and control anything without some kind of backlash. We try to do it undercover because, like they say, anything you do in the dark will come to light eventually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and of course, thanks to our ally, Israel, it came to like faster than it was supposed to. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Very interesting. All right. I'm through. I, I'm, I'm through calawacking, yakking my jaws, whatever y'all want to say I was doing then. You know, I'm finna open up the phone lines. I see Pianchi, he he about to blow a top because he, he want to get in and, and, and um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. All right, and I see I got another caller as well. So let's go on and bring him in and, and let's see what's going on here. All right, uh, hey Pianki, how you doing? And Triple One, welcome to the show. How you doing? Who do I have here? All right, then. All right, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, Mr. Beasley Bishop, sir. How are you? I'm wonderful. Doing better. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'll let you and Pianki decide which one going first. Oh, you can go first. You sound Thanks. different today, Mr. Beasley. Hi, you, Eric. Yeah, I'm getting I'm over a cold. Happy. Voice does sound different. Yeah, you sound more Germanic, more thunderous. Oh, well, I usually sound thunderous. I usually I come with some thunder <laughs> and lightning and some bag of tricks and all kind of shit. But uh, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I missed his monologue, but I guess it's a lot of Trump stuff. But um, I'll let you go. I got a couple of thoughts. Well, Eric brought up some very pertinent things. The majority of people don't get into those matters. They more or less strive off a of superficial, emotional. Emotional plander on subject matter, and therefore they're totally off base. But uh, I mean, that's human nature. Some know, some don't. But Eric, uh, you write about what they've done to Iran. You know, they sell e- equipment out there that has the capability, that has those uh, those electronics within them that permit. They act like a back door, mm-hmm. and just like your like your garage door opener, uh, when it receives a signal, it opens, and it may not be your transponder that's sending the signal. It may be somebody else's. So that's what happens when you have to go out on the market to get your components in order to assemble whatever it is you're trying to to assemble, and sometimes. Uh, 
uh, these nations will set you up. The source that you're going to buy from, well, they got it already planned on what's going to happen. And that's what happened with uh, Iran. So Iran wants to uh, get involved in what it is that they're trying. They need to produce the things that they need themselves or have the ability to uh, put those components under some examination to make sure that uh, they don't have that ability for others outside to remotely control them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it? And, and I think that uh, Trump needs to go through and clean up all the remnants of Obama. You know that that's sneaky. You know what that sneaky dude would try to do and what he is doing. Uh, and what is I mean, it's really... Yeah, what is he oh, doing? Yeah, he's got he's got I, some remnants of his uh he's got some remnants of his administration still hanging around that's uh probably trying to sabotage any time that they can. You, you I don't know why civil, they do you that got, though. You got career civil service workers that work in all government departments and agencies. And what you what what you saw happen is the shadow government was exposed. That this guy Flynn Knowingly misled is in negotiations and talking with, and knowingly misled the the elected officials. Hmm. He knew just. Well, I didn't like him just, anyway. But hold on. I didn't like him. But this is the shadow government. This is the government that operates without authorization of the elected people. Okay. Hmm. This is an example of the shadow government, in my opinion, it's a perfect example. Where he knowingly misled. Oh no, we didn't discuss this. No, this didn't happen. Straight out mm-hmm. lied. And if they didn't have the back channels to talk with the, the the Russians to find out that it was lies, or no, no, if the if the calls weren't monitored, the surveillance state is so deep that they surveil these dudes. You know, high end yeah, security. Those dudes are being surveilled. That's how they found out he was lying, and you and the, even more on top of the fact to show that it's a shadow government operating is that when the, Trump goes to appoint this other guy, he says, "I don't want the job." That shit don't happen. <laughs> that was interesting. Well, you know, it? another thing. That shit. That shit thing. don't happen. That shit because he another says, th- "No, no, I'm staying mm-hmm. in the tent with my people, and no, you're not putting me in this spot." I'm going to continue my <laughs> operations and our operatives and our agenda. Mm. Ain't necessarily the American people's agenda or ain't mm. the elected officials' agenda. Our agenda. Mm. Well, that's where the problem comes in, right there. And that should be like that, but it is. That's why I come Trump when he have certain meetings, he <laughs> go to a remote just any place, drive down the street, let's stop right here. It. I think I think they do it to all the presidents. I think they do it to all the presidents. Trump is probably just paranoid enough to be double-checking and having his people double-check behind these dudes. Well, well he should. You know, well, you know I mean, what? we can have a JFK all over again. You know, I'm about to say they're going to they, 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 pop his melon if he pushes it too hard. We know <laughs> who the real power is. We talk about you know, this some, all the time. 
You know, some it's of Trump's well, Beasley in front of you. is just crazy. You know, some of that's Trump's what causes it's crazy because um, what's her name, Carrie Ann Conway? They she'd have been barred off the the, the state's channel, uh, Fox News. They said they don't even want her on there anymore because everything she says ends up being not true. <laughs> I didn't pay too much attention to her, but I know that she's the one who came up with the term alternative facts. Alternative facts, yeah. Yeah. No sense. <laughs> got her thrown off the show. They were coming on Fox News. I mean, Fox, yeah, Friends or something else like that. Yeah, so it's interesting. Well, they got to figure out, they gotta figure out some way to keep the agenda going since Hillary wasn't elected. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting that yesterday doing his his um um news conference, he mentioned her name an awful lot, an awful lot. You're like, wait a minute, the election is over. Why do you continue to call this woman name? Because you know? she still What's probably got some stuff going on. You got to drive a stake in her heart. Well, <laughs> a silver stake <laughs> and shoot her with well, a silver bullet. Yeah, you know, I, I've said it before when it comes to that. Um. You know, there's a reason why he didn't follow with, through with his um, uh, campaign promise about um, putting her in prison because he, he know he gonna need her later on down the line. <laughs> she she gonna be behind, like you say, she gonna be behind the scenes working, working he with might, him. But you know, you, you have to you have to charge her with the crime, and then you got to convict her in order to put her in prison. Well, here's the thing, I don't understand. Why don't they just go ahead and do what the hell they're going to do instead of all this other pandering and that? I mean, just what do, do you what you're going to do. That's what he's been if doing. You want... It's called executive orders. That's what he's been doing. No, he I'm talking been... beyond that. I'm talking beyond that. You know, Hillary's agenda, uh, who she, you know, the, they really don't like Russia and China doing what it's doing, getting off the petrodollar. And so on and so on. Those oligarchies need to be done to just like Israel done after World War Two when it's hunted down those leaders, those Nazi leaders, and put them to death. And he's known to damn George Soros. A different situation, though. It's a little bit different situation. I hear what you're saying, though. Well, I don't think it's, it, yeah, it's a different, but I, and I, and ultimately I, I, the same I, thing would happen. And I don't know if Hillary's agenda is overall that different, at least on a world on, on a on a global basis, is that different than Trump's agenda. Well when Trump said he's gonna pull out of NATO, some people don't like that because they need the United States military to do what? Anytime you got a five hundred billion to seven hundred right, billion right, dollars. Right. They come fight the the expense guard that comes fight that comes and fight your battles for you. There you go. And the at the expense right. of the United States public. Could you imagine you if you could you imagine if that amount of money was a third and then the rest of it was to go toward really making America great again? Nah. Yeah. Making America see that go that slogan again. <laughs> Make America great. Slo- that shit don't mean nothing. That's some nonsense. <laughs> Those, you know, it's amazing how they sell those slogans to the people. You know, change. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Read, read change. the read the book. Read the book. Nineteen eighty four. Slogans was a was a big part of how they controlled the proletariat. Slogans. Yeah, slogans get rehashed too. 
They pump the slogans. And the United States isn't the only place that pushes slogans. You know, what, what What was Gorbachev's slogan? Perestroika. Khrushchev's slogan was whatever you made of that, the heel of that shoe being pounded on the desk. Say what? That's what no, that, this attack on Russia has been going on forever in a day. I remember man, when I was out are, of high are they, school. Are they attacking Russia or are they in collusion with Russia? Are they Russian agents themselves? This shit's scary, no. actually. In, in essence, they want to see that power fall. That's the only, tr- that's the only, Man. what do you call it? Uh, it's a strange call shit. It, uh, that's the only balancing that you have. What if you have an Asia Union, China, of course, Russia, then you have Japan, then all of a sudden South Korea say, well, I want to go too. <laughs> That's a real good threat. Well, well, who knows? In the meantime, they got people to dig through my trash on a regular basis to get bottles out, plastic bottles. I just start putting the plastic bottles. There's a recycling thing. I just put the plastic bottles outside the trash when I put it out there. So they don't have to dig through the rest of my trash. What I'm saying Uh, is there's poor people. There's problems right here. And that's the problems that need to be dealt with. Then they have these these, these schemes about uh, global warming, which was started by that guy up there in Canada. No, Canada. Maurice Strong, he started stuff back in the early 70s. Him... David Rockefeller, they always have these save the earth schemes. Then they create these organizations. Hold on for a minute, Pianki. Hold on for a minute. Like the World Wildlife Fund. Beasley. 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 Yes, sir. Can you turn your television down a little bit, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me find the remote. Okay. I didn't didn't even know that you could hear it. I thought that was your hearing aid. No, I can turn it off. I don't have a hearing aid. Okay. Thank you, sir. There you go. Go ahead, Pianki. Well, then I, I say, you know, you're one lady that comes here and talk about those things that we call a conspiracy, but no, she's right on a lot of that, the Club of Rome and uh, the uh, the Illuminati's, and those things do exist. And they come up with these funds, these foundations, under the name of always something that uh, has to do with saving the earth. Uh, hmm. Writing reports like the mankind at the turning point, and and you know stuff along those issues, uh, global warming, and that's where they generate their slush funds in order to do their government. Bill Gates hmm. making mention of doing away with a billion people in his talks. You know, one thing that goes along with being multi-multi-billionaire is a level of stupidity, too, especially a uh, slip of the tongue. I put two oh, links really? in, the, in the chat room where uh-huh. he's making those statements about the, uh, giving a report uh, talking about that the population needs to be decreased. Okay. And this is and something that's going on for a long time because I got newspaper articles. 
that was printed in the 30s. What the hell is that, man? It's you, uh, Eric? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> That's something with Beasley going on. But go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, I had some newspaper articles, and it had pictures, and the caption said, Population Grows in the Wrong Places. It was it was printed in Britain, and it was a picture of some black African children. Uh-huh. And uh, this was in the 30s that this was printed, and I have two of them. But uh, no, that uh, the thing about population control, population elimination, has been talked about for a long time, and it continues to be so today. Hmm. Okay. So you think he's just you think he's just running off at the jaw? You don't think that? he's really uh, um Bill oh, Gates? Gates? No, yeah. he's uh, telling the truth. He's talking about he he was making discussion about creating a vaccine. And of course, you know the first thing you think about somebody is developing a vaccine in order to come up with a a response to some <laughs> pandemic, yeah. some pandemic like, like, issue. Like we don't already have enough vaccines. That the there that, you the, go. That that um the Mr. Smith has patents on already. Mm-hmm. But yet they still they still claiming um you know you need to take more shots. In fact, I had a call last week with was somebody talking about I need to come and get a flu shot. Oh yeah, you wait on that one. <laughs> Hello, I'm like okay. They called no. you. Yeah, they called you. Yeah, call oh me. my goodness. You, you haven't. Then you they haven't had something, you, Eric. You got to be you, careful, you have, man. You haven't taken your flu shot um this year. Well, I haven't taken it for the last twenty some years. <laughs> what makes you think I'm gonna you, take one? You own to something. <laughs> if you go to the store, don't get the don't get the item in the front. Go up, put your hand way back in the back and grab one because they laying for you if they call you. <laughs> you know, you know, you know the great thing about that is I don't even go to the store, so it is what it is. Where <laughs> is Michigan man? Have you heard him? Yes, I was talking to Michigan last week. He's doing quite well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess he's off of Clinton's payroll, so I guess he he was able to survive. Oh, see, there you go. But you just oh no, he's undercover. He's yeah. undercover, Clinton. He's undercover, Clinton Knight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just throwing bobs out there today, aren't you? You you trying, you trying. Hey, I got to give you credit for that. You're trying. But anyway, <laughs> so. Um. So you don't believe in global warming or anything like that? You just think it's all no. a bunch of of, of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Now you know. I. I. I so how do you explain um, eighty, ninety degree weather in the in the middle of February? How do you explain that? I mean, is it just a part of of the normal cycle of the Earth? And we we and it's just being used as a monetary uh, tool. Well, what do you mean? You know, in Australia, the temperature averages around that temperature anyway. South Africa. Well, I'm talking about where they are. Some that hot. Some of that. Some of that warm air just escapes. Out of that area and worked its way over into our regions. That's mm-hmm. this latitude. Mm. 
Heck, I remember when I was a, I remember when I was a child, we'd be outside Christmas playing cowboys and Indians. Well, yeah, but that was in Florida. I know I was in Florida then, so yeah. No, I was in <laughs> in Missouri, so it was warm. Okay, well, see, I don't know anything about that. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I remember one uh, one December day we was out in the park on the golf course with a, on a blanket having sex. Okay, that's a little bit TMI. That's TMI. All right, I don't know nothing about all that. Thank well, you. Well, we was laying out on the, on the golf course on the lawn on the green on a blanket in, in December, so. All right. Anyway, let me bring in this other caller because you know went down the wrong road. All right, three three six. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? This is a talk. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm all right. I'm standing, sir. This bullshit. Shakira, I was waiting for the sister in Goni, and she said she reached out to you and and the other brother because I wanted your number, so I could definitely talk to you about some other things. Mm-hmm. So whenever um Mr. Wesley get a chance, he pass him on my phone and yeah. I wish you. You, do that. You, ain't no, talking, no you ain't talking about the lines in the sky, are you? No, sir. I'm not talking about any lines in the sky, but I definitely want I to heard talk you to on OC Stowe, Stowe, show the other day. Yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. Let's talk. Um, I just want to tell you about, yes, the, about, the, about the talk about the global warming. Well, there's no such uh-huh. thing as global warming. You can call it global engineering. It's engineered. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, one thing about, you know, like I said before, you know, having uh, taken physics and other courses of genetics and my father being a nuclear physicist, having a Ph.D. and uh, being around these things all my life, science, high sciences, that, that is. And um, so have you ever heard of a, a, a particular thing called the Van Allen belt? No, I'm not um, familiar with okay. that. Okay, yeah, the Van Allen radiation belt. Right. So they call it because no. of the energy, the energy that circulates on the outside of the planet, on the left and the right side. Oh, mm-hmm. Just a second, my phone on the charge. So um, back in the, I think it was in the early, in the the early forties and thirties, that Russia and America, when they were the, the time period when they weren't enemies. They both worked on uh, weather programs together, and uh, you can go and do the research for yourself. They have a facility up in uh, up in Alaska, and their acronym for it is is uh, is a HARP. They call it the uh, High Frequency Active Aurora Research Program. And yeah, so their program has all, been mothballed. Right, right, that's what they say. So I tell you, like my father always tells me, they tell you they stopped a lot of things, but son, I'm gonna tell you they still going on. So you know, you, you choose to believe what you want to believe, but at the same time, sir, uh, Mr. Talk, um, you know, I ask people all the time. I say, well, he said, well, I say, well, are you telling me people control the white man controlling the world? I said, well, I'm not saying, uh, uh, I'm saying he messing with it. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, don't you control the weather in your house when you want it? Cold? Don't you turn on the heat when you want it? When you want it warm? Uh, when you want it cold? Don't you turn on the AC, air conditioning? When you want it warm? Don't you turn up the heat? Same thing with your food. You want it cool down? Don't you put it in the refrigerator or the freezer? Or if you want to heat it up, don't you put it in the oven or the microwave? 
It's like, yeah. I said, well, in in science, they say if you can do things on a on a a, a, a small scale, you can do it on a, a larger scale. So, um, the first thing that they tell you, not to put in the microwave, Mister Thought. You know what that is? The number one thing they tell you, don't put in the microwave. <gasps> Aluminum foil. Aluminum foil. Aluminum dioxide. See, this is what a lot of the chemtrails and other these uh, uh, so-called flakes that they put in the air and put in the water, based on how they have them set up, shooting radio, uh, radio, radar uh, microwaves or radar waves, you can either heat up the atmosphere or cool it down. And what you do on one side of the earth indirectly or directly affects the other side. So, you know, you just have to look into these programs and, you know, I always tell people to my conspiracy. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, sir. And hold on just a second, sir. I'm almost done. So and Mr Mr. Talk, that's all. I didn't call to argue or nothing like that. You just have to research right. and do your own program. And that's all I want mm-hmm. to say, sir. Yes, sir. Now now you can ask me a question. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, you may mention about the right side and left side of the earth. How do you distinguish the left side and the right side of a revolving planet? What what, I, what I'm saying, sir, when you when you look at the planet Earth grassroots wise, mm. when you're looking at a, a model, there's really when you look at it from based on your perspective, you see the right side and left side of the planet. But as you look mm. at a 3D model, that Van Allen belt generates throughout the whole outer part of the Earth in a, in a circular mm. motion. That's all I'm saying. It's not anything. It's not anything tricky or anything, anything overly covert. It is what it is. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand. Yes, I understand the, the the visual you you you're putting out there, man. I got you. Yes, sir. Quit trying That's to be all all all, all, all contra- confrontational, Pianki. Yes, Let me bring somebody in right now. I haven't heard in a long time, man. And this dude used to come on the show, and um, he used to have an outstanding show on BTR himself. So let me welcome everybody. Y'all know who he is, Mr. Visibone himself. What's up, man? <laughs> how you doing? Hey, I, What's up? how you doing, Mr. Talk and everybody else? All right. Thank you for getting me involved in the conversation. I do want to talk about global warming if I get a, if I could, if I could get in real quick. Go ahead, oh, Mr. Mr. Talk. It's Goofy Bone, man, Goofy Bone. Oh, Joseph? Don't worry about it. No, anyway, go yeah, ahead, Goofy. He's, no, 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 no. he's banned from and, TRS. Well, but back when, in 1994, here in uh, San Jose, California, we we used to have, like, a little uh, Cinco de Mayo parade and shit like that. Crap, they did something because uh, I, I would say, like, probably about 8 o'clock in the morning, they would shoot something in the air. And I'm talking about it looked like a – a missile or something like that with, with like a rocket launcher. They would shoot something in the air. The day would be so beautiful. But once they shoot that thing in the air, about two to three hours later, it would be raining. And I'm talking about full-fledged rain. And a lot of hmm. people out here we were like, you know, what the hell is that? You know, are they trying to poison us and blah, 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 blah. Well, it got swept under the rug, and nobody ever said anything about it, and it stopped a lot of, uh, you know, events that happened out here in San Jose, and, and I even heard sometimes in San Francisco. But there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't know. Like there's a thing in in Alaska where they got a bunch of satellites where they say that they can control, you know, the weather and all that crap. 
Jesse Ventura mm-hmm. went out there. I forgot. I, I don't know, but right. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, there's a lot of a lot of man-made things that could create weather. So, what I really think, just my you know a stupid uh, you know thought, I think that somebody you know actually got a c- control of the weather weather. And they messed it up, so now we got all this global warming type crap. Like, it's somehow snowing in California somehow. You know, it's it's like if you look at if you look at the map of the world, like a flat map, like every destination had its particular type of you know weather. You know, in the Midwest you had tornadoes. You know, in the down south you you had you know the hurricanes and stuff like that kind of funny how like shift it kind of shifted like to the left if you if you know what i'm talking about but mm-hmm. i don't know it's kind of weird though i yeah i understand what you're saying i, I really do um shakur you want to give that a shot or pianki all right we'll let him speak if he wants to huh but i can trust that go ahead go ahead uh-huh. Well, I'm if you know anything about hurricanes, all weather, all the hurricanes come from off the west coast of Africa. All for being a being in the uh been on ships for many years. My grandfather's been a, a World War Two vet and a Korean War vet. Just tell me about tell me about all these these histories and put me on a certain sciences and certain books. But all came mm-hmm. hurricane all hurricanes start off coming off the west coast of Africa based on the way that the earth is tilted 23 and one third degrees 23 and, uh, 23 and one fourth degrees at the top and the bottom of the planet so the earth spins at 1037 and one third miles per hour so with that, with that current at how fast it's rotating not just on its axis but also rotating around the sun those hurricanes start with the spinning of the earth and those winds come down off that coast of Africa and come over here toward the east. I mean, come over here toward the west, rather. And so you just have to study uh, what they call those people meteorologists and get into mm-hmm. the aspect of it and understand how weather, how you can also manipulate weather by doing certain things. I guess so. Mm. Okay. But it would, it would know, help if most people if most people would just pick up a book. They make a a series called uh, uh, "Idiot." Uh, any particular science you're looking for, idiots for, dummies for. Yeah, the breakdown. Mm-hmm. These books are written by professors, but they take all the all the fluff out of it, so you get right to the nitty gritty of whatever science particular mm-hmm. science you want to look at. Hmm. That's all. I you have know that. You know that's interesting because um, um, you know I, I watched. You know I got. Satellites and things on on the computer, and I watch a lot of satellite stuff. And you know, you you mentioned that, and I actually agree. Noticed that that a lot most of the storms do come from the coast of Africa, and I, I thought that was just me imagining some things. But I, I'm glad you you know you said that. <laughs> you know, hey, no, when know, uh, when I'm over there in West Africa, we used to send notes to our people over here in Alabama about where them storms. Just throw them up in the air. You know what? I'm I'm not even I'm not even entertaining you right now about a Yankee. 
<laughs> you know, um, since, since, I got, since I got some fellas on the phone, let me move on to this next topic. Um, I think it should be interesting about this bill in Oklahoma where um, this guy want to introduce a bill that um, would require. I think it's a good idea myself. To approve an abortion. What y'all think about that? I think it's a good idea. You do? Why? Absolutely. Well, the the male is already always getting stigmatized as as far as making babies, because I think that the female don't have to open her legs. But uh, if he's made to uh, be responsible for the child, and you know Mm -hmm. how that works out this born, he should have a right to say whether or not he approved of it being murdered in the womb. Hmm. Okay. All right. Anybody else take on it? Thoughts on it? I thought, I think like if it's a woman's, you know, holding it, I think, you know, to be honest with you, she wants to keep it or not, you know, she's the one taking care of it, you know, holding it for nine months. So it is what it is. You know, fools should be strapping up anyways, instead of getting these damn bimbos pregnant and causing all this fucking wreckage. Wow, really? Wow. Well, she could have said yeah. that they wanted a baby when they had went through the process. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but that's not always the case. That is always the case. Come on. You got one Saturday night. Well, it wasn't the case with you know, me. I produced children. calling you saying she's pregnant. Come on. Yeah, but that's not always the case. Wasn't the case with myself. But you went to Africa. <laughs> no matter where I go to produce a child, and I didn't produce no children there. Okay. It, it didn't have nothing to do with strapping up. I mean, it was asserted <laughs> effort. Yes, sir. I hear you, Mister Talk. <laughs> I mean, that just blurted out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so. So okay, Goofy says it basically is the woman's choice. But you know what? This has been a, a, a discussion that's been going on for some time. It really has. Um, and it, I mean, it, it's it's just about basically equal across the board. Some men say yeah. Even some women say yeah. The man should have uh, some say in it. And some women like no, it's my body, and I do what I want to do. But here's another interesting part. How about the part where? The, the the female has to give <laughs> has to give the father's name to the physician before he can he or she can even perform the procedure. Um, well, and if the guy <laughs> you know has any questions, they will do a paternity test before the procedure is even done. So, how, how what's your thoughts on that? That's interesting, I think. Another good point too. What's because that? she may not even know who the hell she may not even know who the hell the father is. She might be one of them harlots. <laughs> Look it. Well, so what happens if she don't know the guy? Like, it can't be done. And they do a paternity test. Yeah, they're gonna do a paternity test. But uh, you know what? That's a good question. I mean, it didn't. The, the, from what I read, it didn't go that deep into that part of it. But that's a good question, Goofy. Uh, what if um, he's not the father? 
then is she allowed to, to have the abortion, or is she will she be forced to go ahead and carry the baby full to term? That's a very well, interesting question. Well, they can find um, a father person. because they take really? DNA samples on you whenever you do anything. You run a red light, they're gonna take a DNA sample on you. <laughs> okay. So they got databases. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, okay, so they, they take the DNA, they find out the name of the father. So you're going to contact this guy, hey, he in prison. What do you think he he even going to say? <laughs> no, that ain't my baby. <laughs> well, they got DNA evidence. But if she has the baby, and if the state by any way has to provide any service to the baby, then uh, the state has a right well, to go after well, uh, recouping. Know, we 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 are aware oh. there have been some examples that um there's some examples that the state gets it wrong they, and they force they have forced individuals who have not been um the uh, parental parent to pay for children that's not theirs. Example that guy that in was Tennessee, uh in Tennessee or but Kentucky. that wasn't yeah, by DNA though. Thing thing is, they never get reimbursed. If it's yeah, not there. no, but, but but see, it was that was DNA though. It was proven, yes, it? it was. It was proven through a paternity test that he was not the father of those, that kid, but he still was made to pay uh, um, uh, child support. <laughs> and there was another case where the guy did not get his could not get his money back. Well, how yeah. did they? How did they go? How did the process begin to say that he was? That's where the flaw lies. The the. the, the the woman gave his name, as you mentioned she before. Lied. Anytime, listen, listen now. Anytime you know they go in there and uh, apply for any type of uh, of assistance, you have to give the name. You're required to give the name of a father. And she straight out said, "Look, I I, I just need to put a name down. I didn't know, and I just put his name down." Well, she lied. And she's one of them harlots. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what should have been in place was. What should have been in place was a way to, to take the, the DNA test of the child and match it with the father. And don't tell her, because if she lied on somebody and the DNA test come back and show that there's somebody else other than what she told, she need to be punished. Okay. Now, when you say punished, well, what are you talking punished. about? No, wait a minute. I, 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 whatever, I, want, I want to hear this, though. When you say punished, what are you talking about? Whatever level of crime it is, if it's a third degree, it's a misdemeanor, third degree felony, a first degree, then she needs to be punished. Hmm. So then you have uh, another child being taken care of, say, by a grandparent, uh, aunt, or what have you, while, while parents are incarcerated? Well, she shouldn't. You know, you had a case with this girl, with this high school football player who had an NFL contract pending. Yeah, and he ended up going to jail for six years. Exactly, perfect example. Right, Uh, my friend's son uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that white girl uh, tried to accuse him of something, but she was so damn stupid. She went on Facebook and was telling her friend how she, she was setting him up. So when you have those cases like that, in this particular thing, we have women lying on men, punish. But she didn't get punished. Nothing happened to her. 
I said they should be. But like I said, she didn't get it. And I think that see, it's a double standard in this good old United States of America. You know, if if you have a, a, a little guy, like a little man, like, you know, a little kid, you know, with three women, hanging around with three women, it looks cute. But if you have, you know, a little girl hanging around with, with three guys, it looks different. Yeah, you know? it does. You're right. And it's, it's uh-huh. not how, how all that happens. But that's America, baby. That's America. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy to see Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, implementing uh, rules like that when it comes to those cases. But but Pianki, you in you in Missouri, and apparently there was some sort of legislation similar to this that was supposed to be going on in Missouri. Have you heard anything about it? Well, I tell you what, now's the time to have it done because Missouri got a supermajority. Rep- uh, Republican House, I'm sorry, Republican legislature, and <laughs> a Republican uh, governor. Now, some of the things he's put forth, I don't don't like, but uh, due to the fact that Obama created such a divisiveness in the country, it caused a groundswell on November the eighth, and people came out and just voted for things that they normally would not approve of because it was there. I don't know if they mm-hmm. did it intentionally or not, but some some things passed that I really didn't like, like a right to work, for instance. Uh huh. Right to work. It's a talk. I think it was in. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I think it was in Missouri that they passed the law. Right. No matter if a child starts a fight, no uh-huh. matter how old they are, and if that if the individual gets hurt, they, they can charge them with a the felony. They said they don't even they don't even care being yeah. grade in grade school. Right. Yeah, That's I remember reading that. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember so you, reading so you're that. You're correct. On, you're going to keep on having these draconian laws, but you know, if you look up the congressional record, there haven't been a, a law passed in the United States since 1930 something. A lot of people think they are they are, uh, you know, there's a difference between the United States Republic for North America and the United States of America. They're two different things. So right now, all you have is being passed. Because flesh and blood people are governed and, and, and ruled by laws. But things, mm-hmm. how you operate a computer, how you operate a, a motor vehicle, how you check out a, a library book, how you operate particular entities that are non-flesh and blood, they are op- they are governed by public ordinances, statutes, codes, and regulations. Mm-hmm. So, But once the people were turned into... Corporations, this is what you have being passed. So now the only thing you have is a board of le- legislators, and that's all they're doing. So when they say they legislate democracy, that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> democracy, that's exactly what they're doing. They're not, they're well, not, they're not doing, uh, they're not get, they, they ain't nothing to do with uh, freedom. They legislate democracy, and that's what you do to corporations. And well, who's voting for all this stuff? Well, you don't have, you don't have a right to vote. The, the, because you have a democracy, and in a democracy, all the power is with the representatives and not the people. With a republic, all the power is with the people and not the not the not the representative. So, so you're, gave, so you're every, telling me that all these all these women that are marching and all this crap for for no it don't, it don't, reason, it don't it don't make a hill of beans. You're telling me that these people are just no, making not, up laws 
sit there. I'm, and, I'm and telling you. Doing not, what they're doing, and you people are just up, letting it happen. Sir, you got to clean up your language. They're not passing laws. They, it's public policy. That's what they pass. Well, here in Missouri, where I am, we do have citizen groups that go make changes mm-hmm. and persuade uh, our state legislature to go either left or right on a particular mm-hmm. issue. Uh, right. Body cameras, for one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. School choice, for another thing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we do control our state legislature. Okay. Because are they're you, right you in your community. Okay. Are they you come back. Rodney, Rodney Hubbard. Rodney right, Hubbard right. was one. Uh, right. He worked tirelessly for right. the issues that uh, right. the people in his community. That's Yafet right. Elamine, right now, yeah. Jamila Nasheed, uh, the things that she put forth mm-hmm. uh, that came about uh, through the incident with uh, Ferguson. These are laws. You, you violate them, you get punished. Okay. All and right. another one, which I'm very proud of, real quick, is concealed carry without a permit. Now, I wasn't too happy about that, but Missouri got concealed carry, open carry uh, legislation, which is very, very good. Now, Mr. Talk, what I just said will go over a lot of people's heads because they are unstudied and unlearned. You know, you have to be rooted to understand some of these things the way that they're written. Now, there are two words that I want you to... Mr. Talk, can you hear me, sir? No, but everybody else can. Go ahead and talk. Okay. Um, the two things, anytime you registrate or regist- register or registrate, that means you give over your power of authority to somebody else by proxy, to a third party by proxy. So you don't want Who's to register. Who's that third party? You got to understand what registered etymology or registrate means. That's why I said I'm not going to do all the work for you. You're going to have to do that, some research for yourself. Well, I was just asking Second, you who the third party is. I understand what registration means, but who is the third party? The third party is the head of the corporation. That's what the corporation? Uh, the United States, the corporation. You have to look up that. So, well, when, now, so you're saying that when I register as a, as, as, as a register to vote at the state level, that I'm giving up my power to somebody at the federal government. No, there's somebody who runs that That's federal what you government th- that is ahead. Yeah, sir, but I registered uh, at the state level. Okay. Well, you do your research and you'll find out what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, so the second thing, <laughs> I don't. The second thing. Oh, excuse me. The, the second thing is that there's two words: register, register, and license. Anytime somebody is given a license, that means you are giving the authority to do something that normally would be that normally be permitted that is illegal of what you're doing. So think about that for a second. But you have to look into the etymology of these words because when you had the Republic for the United States, when you had the Republic for the United States for America, it was a right to drive. It was a right to vote. But under the corporation, only thing you can do when you have a corporation it's a privilege. The thing you can do with a privilege is to give it or take it away. So one, once you had a right, it was a right to do something. It could never be taken away. But once it was converted into a corporation, everything is a privilege. And with a privilege, it can be taken away. And that's all I have to say about that. You know, it's interesting because I was just thinking uh, about the etymology of words myself. And uh, that's a good point. (laughs) 
you know, because words have been given to us to use, but, you know, they're not the true meaning of the way we use them. So that's a very, very valid point. Yes, sir. And, Mr. Thought, that's caused with being something being uh, denotative versus connotative. So denotative, denotative is what the word actually means in the context in which you mean it, meaning that the word tative is mean, means what you associate with the word. It doesn't mean what it means. It's what you associate with the word. It's two different things. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. Pianki, you got anything you want to add to that? Oh, he did. Yeah, I still want to know who the third party is. What third party? Oh, I told him about the third party of when you register and you give over your 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 power of authority. So when he when he goes in and when he researches, so he can go to any. Uh, no, I ain't doing no research. researching. Oh, well, good. Well, cool. I was right, right. I, 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 well, I assume I assume right. you wasn't gonna give me the answer. That's why I come I ask you about it, and no, because no. I would like to know. Well, it's my turn to talk, right? I would like to know who the third party is, and I like to know what powers. Uh, I'm sorry, what authority I gave up, also. But uh, I guess the only way that I would find out what authority I've given up. I would have to research it before I even go to use that authority to see if I still got it. It's quite clear, Mr. Talk. All right. Um, Let's see. Let me bring Maze into conversation. She want to talk a little bit about this abortion thing. Um, this should be interesting. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show, Maze. What you got for me? Hello. I mean, uh, who's coming up with these laws? Are men coming up with these laws or women? Man. How about abortion? Well, what a for, the mo- for, for, for the most part. Men yeah, for the most part. Well, they should put uh, men in jail for, for not having a vasectomy and getting women pregnant. And she don't want to be. <laughs> she come up with a law like that. Well, it does. It does. It does take two to tango, but that might yeah, be kind of hard. Okay, yeah, all right. Is- so, <laughs> if that's the case, Maze, if that's the case, uh, so shouldn't it be, you have to put a limit on that, wouldn't you? The amount of kids you have fathered, then, and, and that's the same for, for a woman, then. After a certain amount of kids, it's just automatically, you know, you get your tooth burned, tied, snipped, or whatever they do to them. You know, I mean, if it's going to be good for one, shouldn't it be good for the other? Unless you can can provide for them. That's what I'm saying. I said some of them do get that done. They don't want children at all. That's what they do. And men that don't want no kids at all and have a complaint about it, they should do it too. And stop complaining about other men that didn't do it. Or women. That's what I say about those that want to make the law. 37 p.m. But if we all got if we all got vasectomies, how are we gonna have any children? I'll just talk to you later. Thank you. And then if they're gonna worry about abortion. I was making a To joke. replay, press oh. four. To erase, okay. press seven. <laughs> to save, press nine. It's not me. All <laughs> options, press zero. That's a third party right there listening oh. in. That's to hear date party. and time information, press one. To replay, press four. To erase, okay. press seven. To save, press nine. To skip to the next message, press pound. 
While listening to a message, you may skip the date and time by pressing 1, advance a few seconds by pressing 3, or rewind a few seconds by pressing 5. To repeat these options, press 0. Oh, man. Okay, I got it. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Good grief. (laughs) The third party right there, right? Somebody need to give them an abortion. Somebody should have given them an abortion. That is wow. That was odd right there. That was very, very odd. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. But I, I found it. I figured out who it was. Okay. You there, Maze? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So you got men making rules for women, and they're paying a party, and it takes two to tangle. That is and true. And it's not done by itself. I agree with you. And they should leave it alone. Men men shouldn't be, shouldn't have so much authority over women like that when it comes to lawmaking about their reproductive process. I agree with you. Because, see, she can die trying to have a child when he can just keep on walking. But but once again, you know, we're having this conversation. But um, hasn't this um, been the history of the company? Uh, uh, the company, Lord, have mercy. Has, has been the way it's been, men. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Hasn't it been that way? So I expected to change. The same, one screaming about, the same one that's screaming about getting abortions and women having abortions. They was aborting babies. And it didn't matter to mm. So mm. Why, why does it matter to them now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why? Well, before I go any further, all right, y'all, we got 12 minutes left. We will be going overtime just a Scotia bit. So, Arnold Sports, you need to get here at 3 Um, If you can't make it, well, thank you for dropping by. And you literally don't Okay? Um, but how, what is it? You know, we have these these conversations and the different situations that pop up on your weekly, daily, you know, monthly. Why is it that we have a pool? Um, you know, you, you know, you you know, you underwater, right? No, I didn't know that. Well, I, I can't do yeah. nothing about it. You know that Obama phone stopped working when he left <laughs> office <laughs> expired. That's Skype. Well, being that That's I'm not on Skype, well, you got Obama Skype then. Or whatever it is. Yeah, well. But no, states got a right to protect themselves from this fraud that we hear about sometimes, about the women having babies, and all of a sudden they want to seek out state support, financial support, without revealing who the father is. Sometimes there really ain't no father because they may have came upon the sperm uh, involuntarily. And Mr. Todd, they should take away Viagra, too. Oh, no. Shame <laughs> on you. Why should they take away Viagra? Well, you remember when they were saying in the uh, health care thing, taking birth control, that they didn't want to have to take insurance out on people that were taking because they didn't have one to pay for it. But they didn't oh, put Viagra man. in Yeah, they don't know 20-year-old man need Viagra. This is for us 50-somethings. <laughs> <laughs> speak for so yourself. <laughs> oh hell! If you haven't tried it, if you haven't tried it, you should. 
I don't. Ain't no shame in my game. That'll make you feel yeah, like you're 19. It 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 amaze. It, 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 it'll, it'll turn a 55-year-old man like he was 19 again, and you shouldn't well, knock it, it into like until you until you slip something to your your husband. Well, it might be like Bruce Jenner turned to be the other way. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. You know what? That's a that's, good point, man. That, that's that, a damn good that, that. point. <laughs> that's a damn good point. Just what if? Jenner, what if that is, yeah. is, is what 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 is doing? That's a well, good I point. I got. I guess I got lucky then. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> when I see Beasley walking around in a dress, we know what happened, right? No, I'd rather fight the switch. That ain't gonna happen here, Jack. Joe Jackson might not take no more. You guys are funny. Wow. You know, I, I <laughs> and that nasty that that got me laughing there. That was funny. That really was. But um, <laughs> and back to talking about this this great administration. Where, where are we headed with these people? Anybody know? Anybody have Who any knows? idea? Where's these these? Who knows? Nobody it? nobody has a crystal ball. It's get funny and funny every day. I mean, it's just something to laugh at if you listen. To, I mean, just looking at it makes you laugh. You know, most administrations, when they start off, they have some. They, they, I think they figure, or what they don't figure is that they bit off more than they can chew. That the running of this government, the huge bureaucracy, and everything <laughs> that it takes, and uh, is is super hard to manage. It's a difficult thing to do. You need. Well, well, particularly if you're trying to institute some change, you know. Yeah, but these movies, these movies are bad, Beasley. I mean, you're just awful. The one I went on, the one with the Almost Close. Uh, did you? I don't know if they're. I don't, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're any more awful than the other ones. Uh, they had a, they had a news conference the other day, so he was talking to the people in the audience and they were asking questions. Then he called somebody a name and then they're gonna Skype and he gonna ask a man a question. I'm like, how often can this be? When the Skype had to be in part of a news Well, you know what? You are, you know, I guess I like to look at the glasses half full. It <laughs> seems like, but 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 look, I remember when Bush used to give news conferences, only cleared reporters that he knew he was going to call on them. He didn't take any questions off the cuff, you know, out of the blue. Obama did it a bit, but he never gave that many news conferences. Well, he gave some, but not as many. Trump seems to be just taking them like all comers, like it's not scripted. It's and not. Kind of maybe, and maybe that's why you see some of the action uh, that you see. Yeah, because he said he fired the man, and then he said the man resigned. Say that again? He said he fired the man, and then he said he resigned. Well, you know, most situations work out like that. They give somebody an ultimatum. They either resign or they fire or if they don't resign. Uh, yeah, most firings, resignations, uh, are that type of situation to give somebody an ultimatum to either quit or we got to fire you. But did and, did you did you say Mike Pence had something to do with that too? I think Mike he's Flynn he's is part. Time. I think Mike Flynn is part of the shadow government. No, no, that's of, Mike Pence. Of, 
I think Mike Pence, no, I think Mike Pence is the vice president and is operating as an elected official, and he got some misinformation. He got straight lied to because Mm -hmm. the people that Mike Flynn represents are not going to tell this administration everything that's going on when it comes to Russia because they suspect that they've got something rotten in the cotton when it comes to Russia. So uh-huh. they're going to operate it the way they choose to operate it and let them know what they what they felt they need to know. That's the shadow so government have, operating. Yeah, so we're going to have a we're going to have an empty empty cabin because nobody won't don't want to take the place but when they wouldn't give up Obama when feel his cabin out of the way. But this one Oh, it's got take. nothing to do with the, it's got nothing to do with Obama. <laughs> it's got nothing right. to do with Obama. No, I'm no. on the cabin. The cabinet that they didn't feel all of his positions, and nobody wants this position of the one that just. Well, well this the the next guy that he picked didn't want the position because he's probably yes. part of the same secret secret order society that's within the military that operates the way they want to operate. You're talking yeah, to the, you're talking you're talking to the operatives of the military industrial complex. But he that are not going to take that 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 that's not going to take orders from this man. That's and they're going to mislead him, and they're going to mislead him and trick him, just like they did George W. Bush. <laughs> you, you know the and interesting part, and got his ass into two wars before he knew it. <laughs> you and know we're the interesting extend the wars for as long as possible to make as much money as possible over them. Oh, oh well, you can you can go on the count on it. We're not going to leave. We're not leaving anywhere we go. That's that's why it's important. It's so important to notice we just moved into Poland now, Bulgaria. You know, we we never been on that side of um, Europe before, so we there now when we stand. So um, <laughs> apparently, gotta... Russia's a concern. Apparently, Russia's a concern, and they're a concern enough where you don't know who's who. You've got a you've got a president that's praising this, uh, you know, this dictator, this ravenous dictator, this KGB agent, who's a straight gangster. I mean, one thing Putin's a straight gangster. There was a Frontline show on, and uh, long story short, the people in St. Petersburg were starving. There was no food in the early 90s. So he got a special grant from the government where they gave him $21 million. He was the vice mayor or something, and his job was to order food so that there's butter, bread, meat, milk, and everything in the markets. That they gave him that twenty-one million dollars to administer it, and nobody got nothing. The money disappeared. <laughs> the money straight disappeared. He didn't give nobody mm. nothing. Bought no food, nothing. So and you say he's was, a dictator? I thought well, he was elected. He, I, he won an right. election. You shouldn't right. say those things he because got, you know got, who you're talking to. Well, it, when you assassinate your competition, all right, he's a he's a he's a he's all right. Or he may not be. He may, he's an elected gangster. He's an XKGB <laughs> agent. You can he's say the gangster. same thing about moves, a Charlie Rangel. He moves like a yeah, Kanye. No, no, not the president. Comprehend, well, they're, 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 Charlie Rangel or a Kanye. That, that's that's apples and oranges. You, about you can't compare. Them. You can't compare the elections here as compared to the elections there. Well, really, you can't because they don't have the same title. They have the same di- the different responsibilities. They don't have laws. They don't have the same laws we have. Comprehend. comprehend. They're not supposed to. 
So what are you talking they've about? Only, they've only been they've only been voting there for twenty years. Twenty five well, years. I've, I would imagine they've probably been voting for a long Whatever method they got about choosing their leadership, it works for them. The way they chose the leadership before is you have the Communist Party and you have the Politburo, which is like the the elite of the Communist Party, and they would pick the and they would pick the best person uh, within a, a they chose them from out of that group. Now you have you're supposed to have democratic elections. I tell you what, you say he's not a dictator. I, I wouldn't feel too comfortable going all around Moscow talking anti against Putin. I think that's a good way to get yourself locked up and put yourself in the in, in the in the gulag. <laughs> well, you know, we <laughs> see similar things happen here. How, how many how many people did the Clintons? How many people attributed to? Oh, you guys! How many people disappeared was attributed to Clinton? Man, you bounce all over the place. They say the Clintons have killed twenty, thirty people, but they haven't charged them with one crime. Yeah. And Pianco wanted well, to be that way too when it comes to his friends. You know, if you had, if they had, you know, and I'm not defending the Clintons because they're dirty. <laughs> they're dirty, but you would think if you had evidence to convict them of one crime, they would. And the only one they ever tried to convict them of was Monica Lewinsky, and that's it. Your last, <laughs> right. uh, your last that's president. Not a, that's not a murder. They were make, they were no. making love. Sort of. They weren't. They weren't killing. They weren't creating lives. They weren't eliminating lives. They were creating lives. Kind of. Sort of. That's right. He took his Viagra mouth, and she was happy. Mouth babies. <laughs> but but let's let's talk about something real fast here though. But we're, you know the United States is about putting troops in ground troops in Syria. All right. We already know Russia is um, supporting Assad. How is that going to work? How is that going? Then to top it off, we got the Russian planes still buzzing our ships up in Black Sea. We got Russian trollers doing the Cold War thing, you know, hanging out off the coast of the international waters, <laughs> you know, spying and carrying on. So how how is this thing going to work if if there's a relationship with Russia that's supposed to be so good? Uh, how is this going to work? You know what? These relationships with these countries, with these other powers, like China, it has its gives and takes, and, and it has it has its balances. And there's all kinds of stuff going on with China, finan- financially, trade-wise. They're fighting over these islands in the South China Seas that the United States might go to war for. Those trade routes are important. But what I'm saying is the relationships are so complicated that it's able to have some bad points and some good points. It's like a marriage. Well, the, uh, the, the islands off the them oh, islands okay. off the those islands are not in international waters, so they're not affecting any trade routes. Apparently, they affect some of the trade routes there. The trading yeah. United States is big. That's what well, I read, so I don't know how true it is. Yeah, but China yeah, of course, saying, of course, China but it has those to trade routes and things are leaving China. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and those are some well, important trade routes. Well, is what I'm not? saying, island off the coast of the island off the coast is not no twenty miles offshore into international waters. So that's a bunch oh. of uh, 
stuff that they say that's trying to win over segments of the population. I don't understand why they mess with the population. Just go and do what you want to do and see if you can get away with it. That's what they do. That's exactly what they do. Right. And if they that really, stuff and if needs they to really, stop. And if, they, and if they really want to make something happen and do something really bold, they'll create a false flag like they did the Gulf of Tonkin, <coughs> like they did the USS Maine in Havana, Cuba. Like they did it, well, I don't know that Pearl Harbor, would you would call it a false flag, but there's definitely something rotten in the cotton when they knew it was about to happen. The United States mm-hmm. wanted in that war. <coughs> you know, it, it, it's it's interesting you say that, Beasley. It seems like any time they really want into something, um, a major <laughs> catastrophe, so-called, happens, and then that's, that's, that, that gets the populace up and, and in arms and you know, raw, raw, patriotic. Yes, do it. <laughs> you know, you know I, hope this administra- I, I hope this administration gets it together before there's a a, 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 cri- a real crisis out there that happens. I get rid of these. Require- I, I get rid of these non-qualified people and put some there that can help. <laughs> well, you, you know, that, with, with that there, Maze, it's just. You have to pay. You have to pay back the people that help you get there. As I said before, I don't think this man really wanted to be president. It just started like a snowball started rolling, and then got out of control to where he couldn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so now as he's stuck with it, and um, he's learning the hard way that, um, as Beasley say, you just can't just run a country the way you you run your your little crooked businesses because it just don't work you like got that. Two minutes every repelling. There's two minutes Sarah Palin's hanging around. That is true too. <laughs> you know, but M- Michael Flynn, it was interesting though. Michael Flynn was an actual registered Democrat. So that was interesting that he even put him in a position anyway. And that kind of makes it interesting that he was the first one to quote unquote be let go or, or resign or however you want to call it. As Les Limbaugh said, it was political assassination. You know, you had if to give a body up somewhere, and that's who it was. Uh, if you work, if you work for me, and you pull a stunt like that, you're gonna get fired quick. Hmm. They took and a while to fire him. And guess who I'm he, he was, he was, huh? he was conducting negotiations on things, and then reporting back to his superiors, and he wasn't telling them the whole story. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do himself. And, that's and the only reason they were able to call him, catch him, is because the same NSA was surveilling all their calls and contacts. <laughs> that's how they caught him in a lie. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, what do y'all think is going to happen to Snowden now? Do you think they're going to try and get him back over here? No. No. I mean, they're going to try to get him over here, but not to, not to give him an easy ride. They're gonna mm. they're gonna they're gonna keep they're gonna keep the they're gonna do their best to make an example out of him to discourage the next brave patriot that decides to go public when the public is being abused the way that the way we're being abused right now. To create a boogeyman, <laughs> you don't have fun going to fall for it. 
Oh, they already done that. The shadow government that didn't exist until this administration showed up. Now it, it shadow exists. government it's always been, been there, there right? <laughs> no, no, but you're missing, you're missing my point here. Yeah, my point is no, no, no. I get your point. I get, okay, I get your point. Right. I get your point. Right. I know. I hear yeah. your sarcasm. <laughs> I, I hear your sarcasm. Yeah. All right, which I you know, know I'm very. Never, you know, you never know how many presidents got those same reports back from the same guy that was talking to the Russian ambassador that just didn't question the report. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. You know? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. And even knew better. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not but rocking you know the boat with you. Yeah, yeah here, here's an interesting thought also. Um and I got to give credit. Lush Limbaugh brought this up. If this was going on before... His name is Rush, man. His name is Lush. I call him what I want to. You call him what you want to. So now, back to as I was saying, um, um, you know, if this was going on before Trump took office, what did Obama know about this? Obama you know, did he followed know? order. Could you imagine a could you imagine a Negro going out trying to could you imagine a Negro going out trying to disassemble something that's been in effect for a long time? Can you imagine people that thought can you imagine people that was upset with him because he didn't assemble disassemble something? Just like he was just like he just like he made the inroads to overthrow Manuel Zella. In Ecuador, which caused the problems that you see in Ecuador now, which led to the busloaders of children coming up, and him trying to distribute them all throughout the country. The man was a pansy in some ways. And how many how many other presidents did that? Ronald Reagan did it. Bush did it. So to be the first black president, and they, I mean that's and what Bush you get. Some, and Bush did it with what you call them them. them the men from Africa, they called them the something the people when uh, they brought them over here and distributed them against, uh, in churches in the different places. So that's nothing new. Give them something new. You said give them the something new. Yes. Yeah. About bringing <clears throat> kids over here and people over here and distributing them amongst the country. <clears throat> in the country. So Trump don't have an excuse. Or some of the things that uh, we see today. We'll see what happens when a real oh. crisis happens, and you got to decide yeah. whether to send whether you well, decide to send happen. troops or not, because they'll surprise you. I remember mm-hmm. how what a big hawk and how strong Ronald Reagan talked, and when they blew up those barracks in October of '83, United Cold States just walked away. Now I knew a guy, knew a couple guys that were actually there when that happened. And he mm-hmm. said, "You know what?" And I said, and "He said, you know what we were saying?" He said, "We going home. We not gonna stay mm-hmm. and fight." Well, Obama took. They were uh, ready to fight. He said, "We were ready to fight." He said, "Those my brothers that got blown up right there. We're ready to tear this shit Obama, up." Obama. Obama took advice from his generals, as Trump is supposed to do. Also, Trump supposed to he's not. <laughs> Obama was told not to mess with Libya. And uh, also they tell not to mess with Iran. Yeah, right. You know they tell you not to mess with Russia. 
What was Are the email that was floated through? What was the email that was floated through that w- went to Hillary? Who that woman that email came Look from that. that told her, uh, congratulated her on on uh, how she convinced Obama to get involved in uh, Libya? I can't think of the lady's name. Start with an S. You know, Brie- I had never heard of that one. I had never heard of that one. Like you remember when, um, looks like you remember when uh, Dizzy John said, don't trust her because she's doing stuff behind your back. Who, um, Hillary? Yeah, that's what that's what a Dizzy John told President Obama. I ain't. <laughs> you know, well, that, that, look, look, you know, you know what's so interesting about that is this this the, the whole political game. And I said this at the beginning of uh, this administration as well. <laughs> you know, if somebody's running against you, saying just crazy stuff about you, and then they accept a job that you offer them. Why would you yeah. trust them anyway? Number one, why would you even offer them a job? But I mean, why would you trust that's them? That's, a, that's, 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 that's politics. That's pop. That's politics. <laughs> Compromise. That's scratching each other's back. I'm a perfect example. No. Is this Mitt Romney? Is this Mitt Romney? It's a Donald yeah. Trump. We'll steal your silverware. He ain't shit. He's a bum. He's an idiot. He's a scumbag. He's a low life. Oh, he won. How do you do, Mr. President? Let me come meet with you. And smile hmm. and joke around. Yeah. And see how he got embarrassed, right? You know, I think Trump has a good way of putting people on. And he cons them. And, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. It's a good sense. We're going to really use your help. And then when he leaves you, like, yeah, up yours. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. That was the email from, like uh, that. Yeah. that was the email from Anne Marie Slaughter. Oh, okay. It praise Hillary. Praise Secretary of State Clinton for convincing. Those same people should be making a fuss about this mix-up that they're having with the with 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 Flynn and these other people. Yep. The email praise the email praise Clinton for convincing a reluctant President Obama to take military act, military action in Libya. It wasn't an email. Hmm. <laughs> I cannot imagine how it went on to say, I cannot imagine how exhausted you must be after this week, but I have never been prouder of having worked for you, right, Slaughter, who works as the advisor to Clinton in the State Department from 2009 to 2011. Snowden is a hero. I guess it's going to be another Watergate. Some of us, he's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. Actually, to some, he is. To me, he, he is. But he revealed know, the, the hit, truth. He but revealed the, hit, the no, truth of how the government was breaking the law, spying on American citizens at a in a way that no one knew about. He 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 he. Revealed that the Obama administration not only continued the Bush's policies, but they trumped them up and trumped them up. Uh-huh. They put them on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was part of my opening monologue, Sputnik. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So if that's not a hero, I don't know what uh what is. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he, you know, you know, you know the interesting to, thing about it. It certainly it's messed his life up. Yeah, but yeah, you, it's, it's still going on. Life up. 
as you can tell with um uh, um Flynn, it's still going on. They still listening. <laughs> still listening. Right. In other words, so now you know what you're gonna do about it. When uh, the secretary, uh, you know, like they say in some of the movies, we the government, we can do what we want to. You can't stop us. That's about that's about the truth. You can't say what's what's not true about that. (laughs) They can do what they want to. Mm. Yeah. Unless people, unless people, here's two more emails. And shine the light There's two on more them. emails to Clinton. You have you one email coming from the UN Secretary Council. Why are you guys who worried approved. about Clinton? She, I got a Ain't client. no fly zone. No fly zone. This was uh, from Sydney Blumenthal. Sydney's still around, by the way, who sent her and? an email saying, no fly zone, bravo, you did it. Then it's Bloomberg, we know Bloomberg, who's the executive editor, James Rubin. Who, who served for Bill said, I think your efforts to keep the world's focus on removing Gaddafi and helping avoid a slaughter there last year will be long remembered. I wonder if Obama knew this stuff was going on. <laughs> what do you think, he Beasley? Enough, at, least, at least he had smart yeah. enough to uh, have sense to do what he needed to do if he didn't know what was he going on. Was you going know, on he wasn't something like a thumbing over like a thumbing block. Like and he paid the block. amount of attention that he felt was that... that, that he did he what he needed the to do. Of that he felt it needed. Yeah, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He did what he needed to do. He's too busy helping hold the gang get married. Hold on, Beasley. Hold on. But, Pianki, you just said earlier that he was taking orders from other uh, other folk, huh? right? I.e., the shadow government. Probably Hillary. <laughs> so, but even but here's the point I'm trying to make. If he was, then it didn't matter whether he knew or not. He had to do what he was told, correct? Well, I, well, I'm just going by when he stands up in front of the news press and say the buck stops here. So, I wonder is that a buck in, oh, in paperback or is that a buck in quarters or dimes or pennies? Look, that sounds look. so irrelevant. He, look, he said um, he drew the line in the sand against Syria. Um, the 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 Trump administration just a couple of weeks ago said, um, "Put Iran, you are now on notice." And what Iran do? They go and shoot another missile. Say, now what you gonna do? Uh, you know what? That was the dumbest thing ever. That's the dumbest thing ever. Here it is. You just negotiated a peace treaty. They haven't violated the peace treaty. You negotiate a peace treaty, and then you need to go rile them up. And and uh, like the like like the treaty doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! That wasn't the smartest thing in the world to do. Well, <laughs> that's what happened. Not really. <laughs> and people laughing at you. And you got people trying to protect them, defending the laughter. Last Saturday night, last. Oh, well, some of that stuff's just funny. I know you down. Saying, we don't even know you have to look at Saturday night last to see it. I don't know. I, I'm. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to give this administration the benefit of the doubt because I want <laughs> things to work. I want things to work, you know. I yeah, want the economy will. to be. I want things to work, you know. I want the economy to be good because it 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 benefits me. It really does. I don't want chaos and turmoil. I want things to work. But these people, man. I do too. This this country, the United States of America, is a beautiful country, man. It's worth fighting for. You know, today is the uh, today is the. Isn't this week a uh, celebration for 
the black tank battalions that fought in World War II, uh, 758, the 784th, and the famous 761st, which was under General uh, George Patton. And also you had uh, the 92nd Infantry, which consists of the 365th, 370, and the 371st Regiments. So kudos go off to the birthday of George. And by the time you gave some white people from because you don't have yeah, no, no, Maze, Maze, don't 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 bother him. That George that shows Pat, that he that, that shows that George he has Pat. grown a little bit to where he uh, he's beginning to recognize the little achievements no, that um, the African Americans have done for this country. He's been dead. What you say about George Beasley? George huh? Patton been dead for seventy years. Hey, I don't think he's been dead in those seventy years, man. He died, he died in an automobile accident. No, he died in an automobile accident. He died in an automobile. In World but War that II, was after, that was wait, after wait. the war. Does it really matter? Forty-five, forty-six. Does it really matter? No, it was after that, I think. In the big scheme of things, does it really matter when he died? No, no, just guys. Okay. And they fact. All right. I just thought I'd just throw that out. It's, it's just a macho thing, you know. <laughs> I like them. I like them forty-five peacekeepers you used to wear. I like to get a hold one. Well, I'm sure you can if you go to the right dealer. <laughs> anyway, all right, y'all. I got to get out of here. I got I got some work to do tonight. <sighs> I got a couple of 900 series I need to throw. So I'm going to let y'all get your last words in. And uh, we're going to get out of here and let you enjoy your weekend. And we're going to come back Monday. But anyway, we're going to start with, um, oh, Maze. We're going to start with Maze. Let the lady go first. Go ahead, Maze, your last words. Yes, Mr. Talk. I'll be glad when this 100 days over, maybe they can find somebody that got some sense to run the government and not uh, – Running, run away. What well, they don't know what they're doing. They're running away in the government like a bunch of lost. Like the man say, you got it. You won the horse. Now you don't know how to win the race. And it's just confusing every day. It's something new, something different, and it's something funny. And I wonder what's next for next week. Have a good one. All right, thank you, Maze. And anyway, he's going on vacation to Hollywood, Florida, or somewhere down where he he be um, vacationing at. Um, some say he's going to have a campaign rally down there while he's there, so who knows. All right, Beasley, you're up. Uh, I just hope for the best. You know, I I, I see why people attack this administration um, and, and, are, and, are, and are just disgusted by them, but, you know, when you root against them, you're almost rooting against yourself. You know, as this country prospers and does well, it stands a better chance for you to be able to prosper. That's all. People don't all seem right. to get that. Oh. People don't seem to get that. Hmm. Well, Beasley, the only thing I keep seeing is my gas prices go up right now. I'm not happy about that. Much driving than I be doing. <laughs> but hopefully it'll go down soon. All right, last but not least, Pianke. Well, the United States is becoming a net exporter of oil. So those excuses of why it was in the Mideast that was thrown out there in the past should not be relevant 
at this point. And I agree with BC. I think very highly of this country. Mr. Trump does too, because it is in this country that they was able to make the achievements that they made. I feel that way too. Is in this country I was able to make the achievements that I made. Uh, we have a lot at stake. Everything from assets to uh, continuing residual income. So you don't want to see no disruption in that, or you don't want to be making no drastic moves in order to protect that, like uh, having to venture off into other parts of the world. But in essence, here in the United States, you know, to be born free, Eric, is an accident. To live free, Mr. Beasley, is a privilege. But to die free is a responsibility. If I can quote the words of three-star general Russell Honore and the tremendous things that he done when he was assigned Louisiana in the aftermath of Katrina. Eric, see you Monday. All right. Thank you, Beasley, and I'll see you Monday as well. And uh, follow up to what you just said, that depends on what your definition of free is. Just food for thought, right? <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for uh, joining me today. It's been fun, man. I have enjoyed this. I mean, wow. <laughs> it has been a good one. It's good to see Goofy Bone back in the house, y'all. I tell you, I haven't heard from him in a long time, but I'm glad. Here's something someone just sent me and says, food for thought. The few who understand the system will either be so interested in its profits or so dependent on its flavors, favors that there would be no opposition from that class. While on the other hand, the great body of people mentally incapable of comprehending the tremendous advantages will bear its burden without complaint and perhaps without suspecting that the system is inimical to their best interests. And as um, Rothschild Brothers of London communicate to associates in New York, on June the 25th, 1863. All right, it's been fun, man. Um, y'all just have a great weekend. Uh, I'll be back Monday. It's supposed to be some holiday. I don't know what it is, but I'll be here Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. We're going to do it again. Going to do it again. I think we make it open mic Monday. That makes it real interesting. I'm not even going to put anything in this uh, episode. I'm just going to put open mic. So, Y'all got the whole weekend to come up with something to talk about. <laughs> of course, you know me. I always have something holding back. All right. So, once again, thank y'all for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure. Man, I tell you, great conversation. Great conversation. All right. So, yeah, I sounded like Trump then, didn't I? Great conversation. Y'all, I got my little hand up in the in the, in the okay sign like he always does. Y'all ever pay attention to that when he's talking in his hand motions? He gives a little signs. I don't think many people pay attention to that, but it is, it's uh, one of those subliminal things that if you keep seeing him put the, his hands up in the okay signal, then that gives you a calm and makes you think that everything is okay, as if you're really not paying attention or aware of those little intricacies of um, you know hand motion. Um, Shadow Warrior, thank you, man. Um, East Coast guest 1147, 1178. I said Goofy Bone. Uh, it was the boo one. A lot of other people were there. Thank you for dropping by in the chat room. 
And uh, we're going to get out of here. I don't know what I'm going to play, man. I, I forgot to upload some music today. Um, It's Friday, so we got to go out with something that makes you going to move a little bit. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with the open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing is learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. All right. Since I ain't loading nothing else up, y'all know what I'm about to do. LJ, come talk to me, my brother. Come get to this, y'all. See y'all Monday. Have a great weekend. I'm out of here.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.